As always, my name is Brent Trahune, and this is the Field Trip Podcast. Welcome back to the show, and thanks for joining me for part two of the Toy Hall of Fame with my guests at Tony Foxworthy and Gavin Eddings from Gavin Loves Horror on YouTube. But before we get into the episode, you want to you want to do a sexy promo? Let's let's make it sexy in here, shall we? Oh yeah, some copywritten music I don't own the rights to. Now it's sexy and forbidden. Hot and sexy comedians are waiting for you to join their live stream. Well, just one comedian of mediocre looks is waiting for you to join his live virtual show on October 2nd, and that comedian is me. 90 minutes of hot and steamy sketches, stand-up, special guests, and a Q&A. That's not a TNA, that's a Q&A. Get your tickets at RushTix.com, that's the band Rush, plus the word Tix, T-I-X, and now, on with the sexy, sexy show. Welcome once again to the Field Trip Podcast. My name is Brent Trahune, and joining me for part two of the Toy Hall of Fame, I'm going to ruin his name, but it's at Tony Foxworthy. So, Tony, introduce yourself. Well, you know, you made it. It's at Tony Foxworthy. That <laughs> Sorry, is, yeah. got it well. It's always weird when they would go around a new classroom and be like, Brent, do you want to introduce yourself? I'm like, well, you already did it. So, uh, <laughs> And then from uh, Gavin Loves Horror, it's Gavin Eddings. Yes, thank you for having me back, Brent. I had a lot of fun on night one. Let's see what we can do on night two. Yeah, we, uh, we left off at 2007 uh, for the Toy Hall of Fame, and I, I meant to pull up this criteria to, to refresh the listener. I know Toyetic um, is one of it. Toyetic. Uh, Toyetic. Yeah. Uh, now I can't find a thing. Learn well, something. It was educational. Yeah. Imagination. Okay. Desires. I believe was one of them. Man, you guys, you remember this better than I did. It has <laughs> to be uh, icon status. The toy is widely recognized, respected, and remembered. Longevity. It has to be around for a while. Discovery. It has to foster learning, creativity. Uh, which we all agree was a stretch for some of these. Yes. <laughs> and then innovation, it have to has to profoundly change play or toy design. So if you did not listen to part one, I recommend uh, that because why would you start with part two of this? But uh, <laughs> you don't, uh, for the record, you don't have to listen to part one if you don't want to, but I recommend it. Go back in the archives. And uh, also I have a bunch of episodes with Tony and I, I will like to re-release the Joker episode that Gavin and I did here. Yeah, soon. that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. So are you guys ready to jump in into the year 2008? Uh, what a good year 2008 was. Man, I, it takes me back. I remember it like it was 2008. <laughs> and to leave off, actually, uh, recap our year 2007, we had the Atari 2600, the Kite, K-I-T-E. <laughs> And finally, the uh, power couple of the Toy Hall of Fame, uh, Raggedy Andy, joins Raggedy Ann. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're working with for 2007. Uh, now we have a class of 2008. And the last episode, I mentioned when you have the Hall of Fame of the Hall of Fame, this is one that I would throw in there. I think I mentioned the cardboard box and the teddy bear. Uh, this one is the stick. The stick. <laughs> 
<laughs> just an old stick. Which that's, I mean, it has a picture of a dog. So I don't know if this is the dog toy Hall of Fame. <laughs> is Squeaky Bone also on this list? Because <laughs> yes. So. And then really thick rope. Uh, <laughs> number three. Um, the stick, it said curators praise the stick for its all purpose, no cost recreational qualities, noting its ability to serve either as a raw material or an appendage uh, transformed in a myriad of ways by a child's creativity. And as a weapon. Yeah. I wish I could get somebody to praise the stick. That's what I'm thinking about right now. That's right. right? (laughs) Actually, before this recording, I was screen sharing what my computer looked like, and that was one of the tabs was uh, stick praise. (laughs) (laughs) You got to pay like $10 for that on OnlyFans. Yeah, that's... uh, I'm a supporter of stick praise. I don't know what that means, but uh, the stick, yeah, man, I just remember, I don't know if it was like being being poor or just being, I think most kids can just relate to picking up a stick and, oh, this is now a sword or some kind of wizard staff a la Gandalf or whatever it is. Like a stick well, is Well, just- we know uh, one of our friends, Bodart, makes those wands Jeff Bodart, yeah yeah and when i uh is it tarbo wands i I think think it's yeah let's i'll do a cheap plug for our friend uh jeff bodart has a a company where he makes wands they're called tarbo wand t-r-b-o wands like harry potter wand yeah and that is essentially a a fancy stick yeah i I mean and he makes you know you could you could make as many jokes as you want but people uh i know he does well with the wands and he like <laughs> will customize yeah. it and they look they look really cool like this guy spends a lot of time on making these wands but that's oh, essentially a stick um yeah. and but then, that, that was the reason i brought it up because i had went to like if you go to like uh, a comic-con or anything like that and they have like the exhibition hall with vendors and stuff mm-hmm. they'll have some of those wand like mm-hmm. booths not cheap at all no no it's they're all like handcrafted and like had different kinds of wood and wood is not cheap depending on what kind you get yeah well then all the the chemicals you got to put on it to make it shiny and not you know chip and stuff uh so check out our friend jeff bodart (laughs) he was on the episode with uh you and i tony we did uh, social media by the numbers, and then there was was it actors almost cast? Was yeah, yeah, we too? actually mentioned that in part one. So yeah, actors almost cast. That was good art. Uh, number two in the class of two thousand eight. I would also put this on the Hall of Fame of Hall of Fame: the baby doll. Yeah, teaching girls everywhere how to be mothers at the age of like three years old. Just be a mother, why don't you? <laughs> go take your baby, make her sling in the easy bake oven, and go jump some <laughs> rope. Uh, I always love it when there's like always like a dad where he'll be like, I don't want my son. I don't want him playing with no dolls. That'll make him gay. (laughs) That's what did it was too many many dolls. Like, don't, I don't want him to go be a father to a child. How (laughs) dare he? Yeah. I don't want him to play with dolls, so here's a sweaty male with no shirt on action figure. <laughs> this He-Man's not gay at all. <laughs> or like, yeah, I don't want him in that play kitchen. God forbid he learns how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> cook sounds too much like cook to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
God forbid he learns how to microwave. You can't change that one, can you, Kevin? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> uh, the baby doll. I mean, there's been so many famous baby dolls. Uh, the Cabbage Patch dolls. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys own? Did you ever have any dolls? I actually, I, being an 80s kid, I did get a Cabbage Patch doll as a little kid. And uh, I'm yeah. sure my dad wasn't happy about it. <laughs> Just watching you open it on Christmas morning as his finch clist on the arm of the chair. <laughs> and that's how Tony turned out real gay. <laughs> I never I never had dolls, but my sister did. And my mom would always get my sister uh, black dolls. And so we were always, so we grew up in a very biracial household in that regard. That's just like white people to want to own a black doll. <laughs> So I'm, I'm not going to edit that out either. Don't you dare leave it in. <laughs> Cancel culture. Uh, I was, uh, Brent, we were talking a few weeks ago and I told you about that. Uh, what it's worth know. show that Jeff Foxworthy's doing. Oh yeah. Uh, with uh, it, it's, it was shot during uh, quarantine. So it's just people webcamming and getting appraisals on stuff in their house. There was a lady that had uh, an all uh, African-American baby doll collection. And it was worth a for it was worth a good amount of money because they were all so rare because they weren't made mm-hmm. a bunch. Was she a, a white woman? No, she was a, a black lady, and it okay. was uh, her mother-in-law, I think. Uh, and when they didn't even know she had them, and it was like, uh, like an attic full of dolls. Oh wow! And they didn't know she had them, but she just had them all. And when she passed away, they they found them. That's bizarre. I, just uh, having a collection of dolls like your daughter does, Tony, is a little weird. She tell her she's weird. First, tell this uh, child. <laughs> every, that that's how, that's how I wake her up every day. <laughs> hey, wake up! You're weird. Uh, my when my wife and I every year we <laughs> we go to this covered bridge festival. That's the uh, we're the youngest people there every year. And uh, one year we saw a guy walking his parrot in a uh, covered uh, baby stroller. So he had a parrot and a stroller, but that's not the <laughs> point of this. The point of it, the, there was this lady that had a booth that was like selling, I can't remember what the term would be like rustic decoration stuff. And the lady had, uh, it was a black doll and it had the big red lips with a, a stuffed watermelon. Oh no! Came with it. And it was just like people were kind of stopping and staring and being like, "What the fuck is this lady doing?" <laughs> like, I, I mean, I guess you could chalk it up to that decoration or whatever. But you're also like, "Come on, man! Like, read the room." I'll, I get, I guess, read the room because there are a bunch of Trump flags and don't tread on these. So I guess you fit right in. But well, at the Indiana State Fair, they always have like displays through history, but it really should be called look at all this racist shit. Like just so many <laughs> yeah. sambo drawings and like really uh, really crude miniatures and stuff. The mammy, like all Oof. those stereotypes. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is uh more <laughs> black doll. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I Googled like a uh, history of famous dolls. So I'm trying to find like, um, there's of course Barbie. There's not like a definitive list that I could pull up on a podcast, which is, uh, well, I mean, Raggedy Ann and, and Andy are those That's are technically I- dolls. 
uh, brats. I'm just oh, brats are like the stripper dolls for girls. <laughs> That's for your daughter named Sunshine, spelled with a Y. <laughs> Uh, the, and those, I, I'm sure, will be in the Hall of Fame eventually. Brats, right? Do you really think oh, so? Sure. I, I mean, it's, is the doll that pisses her paint, like, has diapers and stuff? Is that one oh. on there? Yeah, I don't know what that one's called. Um, or the doll that would eat stuff and, like, girls were getting their hair caught in the... That's what I was thinking when you said that. Because in, like, third grade, I remember this doll that you could feed and it would, like, the food would come out in, like, a backpack but girls were getting their hair chomped on and like really having like scalp issues and stuff. It was, it was rough. Yeah. Hey, the doll ate my hair and then pissed on me. <laughs> That's my only fans account. By the way. <laughs> it's like those dolls they give to uh, people in like those um, child development classes where they're like, all right, you want to have a kid take care of this simulation for a week. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, did you have one of those? Uh, I didn't take that class because uh, I was going to wear a condom, right, fella? No, uh, <laughs> I just didn't happen to take care of that class. And I think maybe in my school it was like one of those dolls where it would audibly cry. Yeah, I or did they, it. Or they gave you an egg and you just had to make sure the egg didn't break. Yeah, we did egg in middle school. We did the egg. Did you? Uh, Scavin? Yeah, I had the full... Uh, in eighth grade, I had the full electronic doll. Mine was also black. So it just followed me throughout my entire <laughs> life that I'm going to have a biracial child. Like, it's just, it's a foregone. And my girlfriend is half Asian. So it, they were setting me up for, but yeah, it was, it was, an, it was like super realistic. And if you like pulled the head back, you'd like support the head, like a real baby and like feed it stuff. And it was a, it, it was a hard weekend at the old Eddings household. Were you, uh, did they, or did you get a, like a, a good dad grade? No, I got a bad dad grade. Cause I let my mom watch it and then went out for a pack of cigarettes and never came back. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I, uh, I, I just left it in the hot car. <laughs> uh, and then uh, no, what's that, Tony? My dog was watching it. And it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they were, they were listening to Steely Dan. It was fine. <laughs> It's got air conditioning and its favorite kids' bop album is on. Don't worry about it. Uh, our third and final entry for class of 2008 is the skateboard. Okay. Yeah. I could, I was never a skateboarder. Like, I, I had been on one, and I realized that was not the toy for me. I don't understand how you can make it jump. Like, I've never, every time... I like would step on the back to bring the front up. That was all I could do. Like that was the end of my trick. Yeah. I tried, I tried to get into skateboarding because I like to I like playing the Tony Hawk games and got really into the X games. And I could Ollie on a good day, an Ollie's when you make it pop up. But I just thought it'd be super easy. It is not. It's actually very hard. So I tried to be a skate kid and then quickly gave up. And I think a lot of the popularity of skateboards, I think they were going to be popular anyway, but so much of Tony Hawk and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Oh, like, yeah. I, I literally got blisters from that game. I was like, I got blisters on me fingers. <laughs> uh, no, you can't have some mo. <laughs> I like how we, 
we took a Beatles and a Pink Floyd song and put them together. <laughs> what were you going to say, Tony? One of those things that has went in cycles over the years, I feel like. It, you had like the skinny banana skateboards in the 60s, and then you had a resurgence in the 80s, and then in the late 90s, early 2000s with Tony Hawk. I think it, in the X Games, it all rolled back again. Uh, but every time in between, you were the weird kid that was on a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I and mean, when you weren't uh, on a skateboard, you were at Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, my fa- one of my favorite movies when I was a kid was that Christian Slater movie, uh, Gleaming the Cube. Oh, I no, I've never seen that. No, watching. Uh, People got in trouble uh, because there was a whole bunch of uh, people like holding on to the back of cars on skateboards in that movie, and like like uh, in Back to the Future, right? Oh. And people were getting hurt trying to do that. Tony, can you get closer to the router? Oh, is there? What's going on? Is there a uh, noise? It's kind of just like uh, choppy audio. Do you hear that? Uh, Gavin, I do. It, it's digitizing a little bit. You're getting digitized, uh, Tone. Is there is there a way for you to move closer? Yeah, I can move closer. Uh, and then also, uh, let me see. My headphones died, so I had to turn them off. So that maybe it's going That's, through my phone. That maybe what it is. Yeah. Are you? Is it gonna? Me- is, is everybody sleeping at your house? If you can move. No, not at all. Okay. Sorry. I hate to be a pain. But I no. hate to record a whole episode and, and then be like, uh, you know. Yeah. Is that better? Can you? Is that any better? Yeah, that is actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. I got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gleaming the Cube uh, came out in 1989, but you mentioned the holding onto the car with the skateboard. That's definitely, to me, a back to the future type that and i guess even the hoverboard in back to the future was kind of that you know that iconic uh not even a toy just a scene but uh yeah i was never one for the skateboard i just could i could already feel that my arm was broken when i stuck <laughs> on the skateboard <laughs> uh, it's impressive with your dainty wrists that you even gave it a chance gavin i know i have very dainty wrists i used to be a lot skinnier than i am now and I could just see my bones breaking. I would always wear all the pads, including like the wrist pads, which are <laughs> the most embarrassing ones to wear because like elbow pads, knee pads, helmet, that, that makes sense. But then you're like, I need wrist protection as well. And then you're trying to like grab the board and do cool shit. And you're like, no, I can't because my safety matters. <laughs> I would always uh, just my outfit for uh, rollerblading and skateboarding was a half tank top mesh shirt (laughs) (laughs) and i would weave in and out of the uh uh, set of cups at the park (laughs) you were trying to be in the lost boys that's all you were doing (laughs) uh let's go class of 2009 this is another now like every year i feel like there's a a hall of fame of hall of fame and uh number one is just the ball (laughs) 
They're getting very generic as the the years go by on these lists. Because I get, I mean, at a certain point, do you have to induct the baseball, the football, the basketball, <laughs> or Nerf balls? You know. Um, but yeah, I mean, the ball in general—that's one of those. Just at, at, there's a Walmart by your house right now that has. A, a big cage full of those 98 cents <laughs> balls I, just yeah uh, what i love is it took them 10 years to induct the ball <laughs> like the ball gets snubbed for 10 years in a row like next year's the balls years guys and then they put like raggedy andy in and you're like well shit where's the ball how does <laughs> how does how does stick make it in before ball yeah i i don't yeah, big Stick lobby out there. <laughs> big big stick always out there. <laughs> Which is not as good as big balls lobby, folks. Come on. <laughs> uh uh also an, an uh inductee in uh, two thousand nine, probably maybe my most used toy so far. I'd have to go back and look at the list, but the Game Boy. Oh, second video game. Yeah. And there's been so many iterations of the Game Boy because there was Game Boy, then they made it smaller with the Game Boy Pocket. And then the, the big changer was when they did Game Boy Color in the late 90s. And that and that really changed things because the, the Game Gear was as popular as the Game Boy, but the Game Gear, the batteries would die on you immediately because it, it sucked so much power out of it. Dude, I'd go through six AA batteries in a half hour. <laughs> Because it one was one level of Sonic. One level of Sonic, and it was a co- it was color, but also I think it was backlit. It was really the, ahead of its time. That's yeah. the other thing, because I remember just having then the Game Boy they show is the gray brick Game Boy that you could build a house out of. I'm sure one of the the three pigs built his house out of these Game Boys, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember just like having you have to be under a lamp to look at these black and white characters move around the screen. I actually um, have a I actually have a modded Game Boy Color uh, that you can't really see right now, but it has a backlit screen on it. Oh, it, damn. It, it's really a game changer. And it made me, at first I thought, oh, it's always been backlit. Then I go, oh, no, it wasn't. I no. used to have a light. I could not see shit in Pokemon Gold in the car. Yeah, that's why there's there, a reason it's for children is because you can't see otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> They sold like the original gray old school black and white Game Boy had one of the big accessories early on was a light slash magnifying glass that you just put on. Uh, You know who I'm going to bring up, but so-and-so had one of those when I was a kid. Uh, (laughs) Is this your uh, passed away brother? Yes. Thanks for bringing him up. That that's the new uh, field trip drinking game is drink every time I mention my dead brother. Uh, <laughs> but he but 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 to confirm he is dead. Yes. Well, hold on. Yes. Yes. I just checked. But my brother, I still have the big case, and he had like probably twenty games, and then like like Tony, what you said, it was that magnifying glass with the, it was like surround sound speakers that you put on to the Game Boy. And it was lit up. And I remember he had like Metroid, like the original Metroid. Uh, and I think he had John Madden football back when it was called John Madden. 
back and back back when they didn't have concussion protocol on the Game Boy. Back when it was useless to have a Madden game on a black and white three-inch screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When when men played the game. Yeah. <laughs> you got eleven on eleven on a one-inch by one-inch screen. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, but uh, back to that Game Gear, I eventually got the wall charger, so then you could play. Uh, that you said, uh, pun intended, Gavin, was the game changer. That was the game changer for the Game Gear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and then number three in the class of 2009 was the Big Wheel. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I can see some respect going to the Big Wheel. I, I had one. I remember playing with them in like preschool and like the gymnasium. It's good oh, times. It beats the shit out of the red wagon or whatever. The <laughs> Whoa. Hot take by Tony over here. Hot take. I think that was our second pedal uh toy. After the bike? After the bike. Because then we, you know, we had skateboard and we also had the wooden horse, which are both technically rideable, and I think the roller skates, but the big wheel. I remember my friend Kenny, my next door neighbor Kenny. Uh, had the big wheel that also you could do the wheelie on. So oh. you would pedal and then you could lean back and actually, you know, do a wheelie, which then made the steering useless. You better not be in danger when you try <laughs> to do a wheelie. <laughs> um, class of 2010, unless we had other thoughts on the big wheel. I, I felt like that went fast, but I think we well, Hey, have you guys seen the adult big wheels that it, that have just like a straight motorcycle uh, engine on the back? Oh, I shit. have not. Yeah, those are like real deal uh, dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you it's, had me at motorcycle engine on a children's toy. So I was yeah. like, I assume it's dangerous. If you said, oh, no, it's actually super safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, super I, safe. I have seen like those, they'll have like those adult live action Mario Kart races where people will race big wheels down a hill. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which also seems super dangerous. Just, <laughs> but you yeah. know what? During a pandemic, you got to find ways to social distance and have fun. You got to, yeah. You got to find other ways to get hurt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, class of 2010, just two inductees this year. So they better be good. Uh, number one is the game of life. Is that the board game? Is that yes. what that is? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a staple in our house. We we were big board game family. Life was always uh, it was a much shorter game than Monopoly, but it was long enough to that you felt like you got some time. How was a game called Life shorter than Monopoly? <laughs> <laughs> I've never played a game of life that had all the pieces. Like I've never, when they're like, oh, I had some more kids. They're like, well, we don't have enough. So here we're going to put a pretzel in the back of your car. <laughs> and this represents two children. Um, yeah, I've only played the game of life a handful of times, but I did, you know, that's one I would like to revisit. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have anything on life really. I, I'm more of a life serial man myself. If <laughs> talking life i know i'm over the life that i have i know that i'm just over <laughs> that one i will trade my teenager for a peg child any day <laughs> and she better stop being weird because you will change it <laughs> with her dolls uh hi lucy 
<laughs> she doesn't listen to anything I do. I know. Yeah, both podcasting or just dad advice. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, The second and final inductee of 2010. This is also, I'm throwing a lot of uh, Hall of Fame, a Hall of Fame, but uh, playing cards. Okay. They're very diverse. I also feel like at a certain point, those are like adult toys. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like if you're playing cards as a child, that's more Uno or like Old Maid or whatever. Go Fish. Go fish. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like at a, I remember like playing poker and blackjack with my grandpa as like a 10 year old. Like he was teaching <laughs> me these games. He was sharking you. You lost all your Halloween candy. I, that yeah, way. for sure. Uh, they played strip poker. It was good. <laughs> hey, how did, you, you met my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what, what a great war veteran he was. Just what a great man. Oh, he'd he'd be rolling over in his grave if we hadn't cremated him, Tony. <laughs> um, uh, also, I guess I I don't know. Playing cards are just one of those. That's just like a staple. That's not even a. I don't. I wouldn't even call that a toy. It's just kind of a thing you have around, right? Because you you like grown men don't get a, come over and smoke cigars and drink beer and play toys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're like an amateur ma- magician, the cards as a child come in handy. But or if you're a gambit cosplayer, you gotta have something to throw at people <laughs> at the cards. That's true. You gotta throw card or a house of cards. I guess house of cards. Like I remember building a house of cards when I was a kid. That could. I guess you when you ran out of solid, like you're tired with solitaire. Yeah, speaking of House of Cards, I remember being hit on as a child by Kevin Spacey from the show House of Cards. <laughs> Did, so you also met my grandpa. <laughs> Your grandpa is Kaiser Soze. Neat. Isn't pedophilia <laughs> hilarious, guys? <laughs> Especially when it's my own grandpa. Come on, that's really... Appreciate that, Tony. If if your grandpa were alive, he'd love what they're selling on Wayfair these days. Uh, that's too far. That's too far. Uh, okay, I'll I'll mute myself. I'll see myself out. Congratulations, you just muted yourself. Uh, class of 2011, number one is uh, debatably a, I, I'm just going to say this for every toy now, Hall of Fame, a Hall of Fame, uh, Hot Wheels. Yeah, big time. I had a friend that uh, his dad would go to Walmart every week uh, with the, they would get like the delivery trucks in and buy just a box, a full box of Hot Wheels. And that was his whole attic, which was stacks and stacks and stacks of unopened boxes of Hot Wheels. And what, what was his purpose? Was he like a collector or what would he do with those? He was a collector. He was the first person that I had ever seen have like you were both of your guys' rooms, the way you guys have yeah. all your figures hung. But he was the first person I ever saw keep like a, an adult that kept things in the box and displayed on the wall. Like his parents' bedroom had all the Simpsons figures, all of the Kiss, like McFarland figures, and every they were big uh, Kiss people, so they had a ton of 
because the kiss is all merchandise, right? Yeah, so they yeah. Have Gene Simmons yeah. will put kiss on any. There's a literal kiss coffin, yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're still they still have new kiss merch, which, I'm, I that's part of me wishes I was a fan of certain things just so I could enjoy the merch that some of these things put out. Like I like Stranger Things, but not enough to have all the merch, you know. Yeah, I, right. I have to like the shit that's hard to find, you know. <laughs> well, you know, well, a lot of cool things get like pinball machines, and I'm a big pinball guy. Mm-hmm. But but an old Kiss pinball machine goes for thousands of dollars, and then you're like, well, I'll never have a complete collection of Kiss shit because I can't afford a five thousand dollar, twenty thousand dollar <laughs> pinball machine. Uh, there's a place in um, Oklahoma City that has like fifty. Uh, pinball machine i think it's like cactus jacks or not the wrestler but like it's an arcade <laughs> yeah they have like a sopranos one and a metallica one south park like i'm not i hate pinball because i suck at it but i was I'm like I'll, I'll play the sopranos one you know so <laughs> i can hear the sound effects but um back to hot wheels my my father-in-law will like when we go to like stores where there's nothing for us but they have hot wheels we will check I don't know if you guys know this, but like certain Hot Wheels in a box, there's a couple of these where like if you look not underneath the car, but it's behind the car on the cardboard is like a little Hot Wheels symbol. And that means it's like um, a chase or a variant. I think it's a chase. I think it's what it is. Yeah, because I was trying to look up that term where it's you know it's obviously worth more than the regular ones. Yeah, it's the rare one. A lot of things have that now. Like I know a lot of wrestling figures have the chase figure or a lot of pop vinyls have the chase version and hot wheels have probably had the longest longevity of like being having chase versions of things because hot wheels have been around forever and i know i know that there's people and they're called hot wheels guys and they'll be there at walmart every morning when that truck hits and they'll go through an entire case looking for their chase pieces to either resell or collect like I w- and those are literally a dollar piece. What what joy to have a hobby that's cheap. <laughs> yeah, but like any other hobby, though, it does add up after a while. Oh, for sure. Because you're like one dollar. Oh, but then by the time you buy like 20 of them, you're like, that's still $20. Yeah, but, you know, compared to you and I, Gavin, buying a $30 one, one figure, you're getting 30 of something versus one, you know. Listen, my logic is not sound, but this is how I rationalize buying a, a, a slightly different Jason Voorhees figure of a different version that I already have. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the, the one where it's not actually Jason, but actually Roy at, <laughs> from part five. Uh and talk about, you know, you were saying, uh, Tony, about how the, they've been around for decades. Also talk about a toyetic toy. Yeah. As far as the different, do you want a purple Ford Escort? We got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rarest one you just named right there, the Ford Escort. It, it's the yeah. hardest one to find. <laughs> well, it's a, a real thing. When you go to like car shows, people will do build real versions of famous hot wheels oh i didn't even think about that yeah hmm, i hadn't heard of that either yeah because some uh, i remember having these hot wheels and i'm and some of them i was like there's no way this is actually a car you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but like uh famous some of the old older hot wheels uh that like the the paint scheme and the vehicle was iconic people will just redo and they'll make their own uh 
van or whatever the fuck they want to, you know. Yeah, that's it's so weird that that's usually a, a Hot Wheels is just based off a car, but now it's reversed where like I want to drive in this uh, real life Hot Wheels. Also, <laughs> the tracks. Uh, that's what I had when I was a kid was just the Hot Wheels track and see how many loops you could get in and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And, and con- continuing with our uh, a- accidental weapon. Oh, yeah. Thing, tracks were dangerous. <laughs> I was going to say, don't y'all remember when your mama would beat your ass <laughs> with a Hot Wheels track? <laughs> it was bright orange and my ass was bright red after being smacked by one. <laughs> I just uh, I I wish there was a compilation of comics that did a Hot Wheels track getting beat with it, <laughs> and I will be the first comic on that uh, compilation. By the way, you're also <laughs> you're also leaving out how many Hot Wheels you can fit up one's anus. Yeah, if, if you're, you're Ryan Dunn, just uh, <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, I still have somewhere at my mom's house like the two brief. It was like those briefcases. Of Hot Wheels. You guys remember that? Where it was like carrying cases? Um, I need to look into the... And then, like, along with, like, Hot Wheels and Matchbox would be, like, the play sets that you could get where it was, like, uh, a hot... Like, like Thunder Mountain or something, and it had, like, a mountain that you can go through and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I think, Tony, you said last episode, Micro Machines. I had a bunch of those. Like, those... I remember having a farm one and the airport one. Uh, yeah, just uh, there's so many yeah. accessories that go along with this. I've forgotten about that with micro machines, the, the add on world or whatever you want to call it, that was huge with it, like the mm-hmm. playset thing with them. Yeah, again, then, that's just another one of those toyetic things that you can just keep. Oh, you want a gas station? Oh, you want a mountain? Oh, uh, you want- <laughs> and also, it's not that those don't get old. Like, all you have to do is make the newer models of those cars, but you're constantly selling to a new audience, unless you're a, one of those collectors. Like, if you're a kid, a kid doesn't really care, I don't think. No. Um, all right, enough about Hot Wheels. There's too much Hot Wheels talk. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're no. big car guys, can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like uh, whatever brand of car. Okay, I can't even take it. <laughs> Class of 2011, uh, number two, uh, The Dollhouse. We don't Not have anything on The Dollhouse. <laughs> I, I, I was waiting for Tony to say something. Uh, my sister had dollhouses, and I would use my action figures in them to mm-hmm. be like, we, we have to do a siege on this mansion. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you turn gay, Gavin. <laughs> my, 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 G.I. Joe, my G.I. Joe's walked into Barbie's dream house and left a little gayer. <laughs> it is one of now as like an adult and I, I just i say this to you gavin because i know you're a horror fan but i'll find myself on ebay looking up like the now now the, they're just called a diorama instead of a dollhouse <laughs> like, do you want the front of michael myers house for three hundred dollars <laughs> no i uh, want the whole house i want yeah. the room where he killed his sister on that fateful halloween night yeah yeah, I I would love to be a realtor in the diorama world if the fucking porch is three hundred dollars. How much is the rest of the house? The square footage on this is outrageous. One square foot. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I, I, you know, obviously I never, I was never around like little girls as a uh, little boy. That sounds weird. <laughs> don't cut that out or do, do cut that out. Sorry. But yeah, I never played with a dollhouse before. I, my wife, my, my wife uh, has uh, one that she built with her dad. Her, you know, she's got two other sisters. So her dad would built a, a dollhouse with the daughter. So she does have that. And uh, I'm, it's at my mom's. I'd like to bring it to my house so I can uh, put my Michael Myers figures in it. So. <laughs> the night he came home to a different yeah. house. Like, the night, is this the nicer? Night, the night there were seven different Michael Myers in this one house. <laughs> I, uh, I took a shot at your grandpa, but uh, now I feel like a shitty dad for not building dollhouses for my daughter. So we're even. Well, you should. And if my grandpa were here, he'd shame you as well. <laughs> it's why uh, she's so weird, Tony. If, if you just built a damn dollhouse with her, she wouldn't be so damn weird. <laughs> uh, class of 2011, entry three is the blanket. What? Yeah, the no. blanket. Which in, re uh, in, in researching this, because I did a little research, and one of the things on the website was the blanket. And I was like, and I was waiting for you to bring it up. But the blanket is just even less than the cardboard box or, or the stick. A blanket, yeah, yeah, you can make forts out of it, but I'm still going to mostly use it to sleep under. Uh, have you ever heard of Linus <laughs> from, from Peanuts? Peanuts? No, yeah, I get I, like a blankie is just, that's like a, an object, or like a secure, it's not a toy. You could build, and, and their defense, Tony, uh, the blanket fort. You never built that? Hmm. Good point. Man, I was gonna say either you had a shit childhood or your daughter did. <laughs> <laughs> these are all just but, building, but these are all just building materials: blankets, cardboard, sticks. Like it has to be a toy and also a building material of some sort. That's yeah. I, that's I guess that's where the inspired creativity comes in. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just I just because I had that bunk bed that I mentioned last episode, that was perfect for the blanket fort because you could hang one on the top bunk and then it would come down. Uh, oh, so like I, prison. Yeah, like a prison, you know, like you would do in prison, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, you steal your bunk mate's blanket and you make a fort. <laughs> I can't go back to county. Uh, that's all I know. I said, give me your goddamn blanket. <laughs> It's fort time in this <laughs> bitch. That would be a fun sketch. Is just they're making forts in prison. <laughs> I'll trade you two ramen noodles for your blankie <laughs> for ten minutes of alone time in Fort Badass <laughs> and Fort Knox. <laughs> uh, class of twenty twelve, two entries this year. Uh, not not a huge fan for me as far as the toys. I like the movies. Maybe this is the first movie one. I'd have to look back, but Star Wars action figures. Yeah, I think that is the first movies, and that definitely makes sense. Like, Kenner had a great thing going with those original Star Wars figures. And those are so... Go ahead, Tony. That, that we talked about that toys that made us. That was one of the most interesting episodes was the Star Wars toy. We talked about uh, like the size from the old GI Joes to the new ones, and it changed because of the Star Wars figures. And then the fact that nobody wanted to make those toys, and so it fell to like the fifth 
place toy company. And then they became the best selling toy of all time or and whatever. So, it is. And they were so in demand, they couldn't like make them fast enough. So they gave out, so you could pre-order the set and then they, they would mail you a thing to give out at Christmas that said, Hey, your toys will be here in April. That was every present I ever got was, <laughs> Hey, it's, it's on the way We're we're bad parents and they sold out or we forgot. No, they weren't bad parents. They just weren't uh, good. Just joking. Shout well, out mom. I stand by if your kid's not old enough to read a calendar, Christmas can be whenever it's cold out. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and even if you're in Arizona, it's not going to get cold. So really, Christmas yeah. in July, hell's yes. Have right. after Christmas sales. <laughs> Have Christmas in the morning and birthday in the afternoon, and <laughs> you are done. <laughs> uh, I had a couple Star Wars action figures. Uh, just that's that's a series that is so toyetic as far as there's. Jeez. I I just see at the store, and I'm like, I don't. I, I know the movies, but I don't know who these people are. Um, yeah, and that's where that, yes, because they'll give any minor character a toy. They'll give any spaceship. And also the, the vehicles that they made for Star Wars. Like if you were in one frame of a movie, you got a toy. There's like Snaggle, a blue Snaggletooth. It's a rare Star Trek. It's a, it's a rare Star Wars figure. I think he was in like the cantina scene for- Jesus. For like two seconds they're like he's one of the most rare action figures in in the entire line i think one of those the rare ones was is that boba fett um like prototype where they made like six of them yeah and I, I think just recently it was up for auction and i you know i don't know the number offhand but it was like you could you could retire on boba fett money you know mm -hmm. <laughs> um so Number two in 2012, one that I played like twice, but uh, Dominoes. I don't even know how to play. I've been playing Red Dead Redemption lately <laughs> and <laughs> sit down and play Dominoes with somebody. I don't know how to play. Yeah, I played with, you know, what I guess it's like a, I played with my grandparents. So maybe that's like a grandparents type game where they teach you. I just know that you can slam a domino on the table and say, Domino's motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's I I played a lot coming up on the streets, as <laughs> one does. And uh, also with an ex-girlfriend's parents. And they played some sort of like Mexican dominoes. That's a version of it. I was like, this seems pretty biased here. To call Adios it Mexican mio. Dominoes. <laughs> it's weird to call it Mexican dominoes when they were all white. So I didn't get that. <laughs> You have a history of like we own black dolls, we play Mexican dominoes. <laughs> I am, I am not doing any favors for my liberal cuckness right now. <laughs> I I think it's safe to say that I've eaten more dominoes this month than I've played dominoes in my life. <laughs> um, uh, twenty thirteen. What's that? Avoid the noise. Yeah. <laughs> That's Is the thing. The next is annoyed the next entry on this list <laughs> yeah, uh, actually yes him and captain crunch are <laughs> uh 2013 this is a game I, when i was a kid i was really good at and i won two tournaments oh uh, ch chess really another yeah. one i don't know how to play i really? 
I'm a yeah. huge fan of chess, but now I feel like that when I got older, I just lost the trait to like plan ahead or to focus. I don't know <laughs> if it's just society has moved so quick that I don't care about chess anymore. Yeah. But I I can't beat any computer anymore on chess. Me and my girlfriend played chess because she was a big fan of chess growing up and she's super good. And I used to be okay at it, like in, in grade school. But yeah, as you get older, you're like, I got actual bills to worry about. I can't be, <laughs> I can't be thinking three moves ahead to know what your rook's going to do. Have you guys ever like read up on like some of these chess champions? It would be like um, Bobby Fisher. Bobby Fisher that kind of stuff. Bobby Fisher, who I th I think he's the one where he just went into hiding uh -huh. because yeah. he he couldn't go anywhere without people challenging him to chess. Like, <laughs> can you imagine being so good at your thing that people are like, "Hey, you want to play basketball?" I guess that Michael Jordan, maybe I don't yeah. know, but I mean, at least he's a, a billionaire. <laughs> I'm sure, Bob, I'm sure Bobby Fisher made some bank, but that's going to be, it's, it's like when you're playing a Pokemon game and like every challenge, every guy wants to battle you just for walking, <laughs> just for walking in their path. But I did not know Bobby Fisher had to go into hiding. Yeah. He was a recluse. I just Googled uh, Bobby Fisher net worth. Uh, and you know, the internet's true. It says 1 million to $5 million. That's a nice little I mean, bit of money. Probably, he's got to at least have a book in him somewhere. You know what I mean? Like I a think, memoir. I was, I thought, yeah, he died in 2008. So, obviously, you know, obviously it's posthumous his uh, state or whatever. But then there was also every, every year there's a new story uh, or, you know, an anniversary of a new story, how some chess champion beat Deep Blue the computer that was playing chess. Yeah. I think it was Gary Kasparov or whatever. Then you find out like, oh, this guy could play like 30 games at once against other chess champions and would lose like one out of 30 games going on at the same time. That's so much pressure to put on yourself. Yeah, but just so weird. How, how are you like, how are you so much better than everybody else at this, you know? I can't keep track of one chess game, yet alone 29 other ones at the same time. No, I, I get, it's like that mathematical brain where you can look at 64 squares and it all computes in your he, head or something. He definitely sees the matrix. Like everything is just green lines to him. <laughs> is it generally, is it always kids? Like, are you better as a kid than as, as an adult? I don't, th I don't think so. Cause I think all those, the chess champions are like, adults but for me i was better but also i i had the time to focus on you know chess <laughs> you have the time to put in i was watching uh a documentary on something uh like competitive rubik's cube uh <laughs> yeah. competitions and there is uh a definitive like you are the best you can be from like 12 to 17 <laughs> because of or 15 because eventually you just start you know giving a shit about other things than rubik's Boobs, cube patterns money <laughs> once, cars. You, once you lose your virginity you ejaculate the the goodness that you are at chess it just leaves your body <laughs> well uh needless to say after i won uh, the chess tournaments at uh, boy scout lock-ins i was no good at chess after that
Because <laughs> that that chemical left me, fellas. Come on, I got We got to stop making these kind of jokes. Uh, and by we, I mean me. Uh, class of two or 2014. Oh, I forgot. 2013. We talked so much about chess, and then uh, number two in 2013 is the rubber duck. That's not a toy. I mean, it's it's a bass. I get. I don't know. I yeah. They're getting. They're playing fast and loose after 16 in year one. You you never like poked a hole in the rubber ducky so you could squirt water in the bathtub. Yeah, I did do that. I told you. (laughs) I told you. My logic completely collapsed around itself. (laughs) I mean, on the totem pole of toys, it's not a great one, but. You know, I mean, it has a whole song dedicated to it, sung by a puppet, so it's got to be good. <laughs> or a Muppet, I don't know. Sorry. If there are any Muppets listening, please don't write into the show. And you you mis-puppeted me. I don't know. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Class of 2014, uh, number one is Little Green Army Men. Those were the okay. ones you could melt with, like, a magnifying glass. That was fun. And you could do it because it was like a dollar for like 20 of them. You could yeah, do that, you know? You, you didn't care. No. no. And that's also so weird how like, I don't I don't even know if that's like a brand name of army men or if it's just like, yeah, those, it's like the ball, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Again, well, we talked about it a little bit last night. Uh, I think of Toy Story. Yeah, when I think of the the army man and just the way they would hop around and everything, and you know that you're old when all the voices in Toy Story are dead or super old. Like <laughs> Arlie Army, the ex marine, I think he was, was the voice of that of the army oh. men, and then uh, Jim Varney was the voice of Slink. He's dead, um, and then somebody. Well, now Jerry Stiller was. The T Rex isn't the voice of Ham Dead too. Wasn't somebody? Wasn't Mickey Rooney the voice of somebody? Uh, or... no, it was uh Mr. Potato Head. It was uh, the insult comic Mr. Warmth. What's his name? Don Rickles. Don Rickles. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And then even his wife wasn't. It, that's George's mom from Seinfeld. Wasn't she the voice of Mrs. Potato Head? I think so. I'm oh, gonna okay. look it up. So I'm just gonna say yes. What I'm trying to say is your childhood's dead and it's never coming back. <laughs> you can't go back. I think it's weird that they should have honest little green army men where one of them is like, has PTSD. <laughs> or is, or he, gets is real, he gets real scared around 4th of July. Yeah. Like it where is, it's, uh, let's be honest and fire. But yeah, the fire. <laughs> Let's be honest and showcase what uh, what war does to people <laughs> and how you don't give a shit about them when they come back after they've done the job for you. You can have a playset of the VA and just have your army and sit there for hours and hours and not get any health coverage. <laughs> what a what a dark satire we're writing. <laughs> we got to help our troops, y'all. We got to help them. <laughs> uh, no, number two... Uh, I I think you, this is a controversial one, but uh, bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys re, did you guys play with bubbles? 
I mean, do you play with bubbles? I mean, you just kind of blow them and then they go away forever. Like, I don't know what the, the playing with comes into it. I think that's a it very... Like a roommate. You just blow them and they go away forever. <laughs> <laughs> Was that where you tried to build that fort in prison? <laughs> <laughs> Bubbles was his cellmate, actually. He had to blow him. Um, I That's a really, like, young child-type toy. It's like either young kids or you give them out at a wedding. Like, <laughs> um, actually, we did, my, my wife and I, just in the past six months, probably have bought Bubbles to see what our cats would do with the bubbles. <laughs> And what's, the, and what's the conclusion? They are amazed. And then they want to pop them, but then they don't understand that they go away once you pop them. Uh, if I really wanted to do it, I'd make a separate Instagram for my cats and then go viral by doing bubble cats. But I'm not into cheap likes. Uh, this is relatable to you, Tony. Class of 2014, number three, the Rubik's Cube. Oh, look out. Yeah. The nice thing the if you buy a Rubik's Cube now, they give you a solution guide in there. Oh. So I, it gives you one pattern that you can use to solve it. And now there's a bunch of other ones that I don't know that, uh, that are quicker and easier. But uh, the, the people that can just look at them for like 10 seconds and then put a blindfold on and solve it. That's fucking superhuman. Yeah. I've never been able to even get one side of a Rubik's cube finished. Um, so I don't, I don't know if that, does that mean you're smart? If you can do a Rubik's cube, you think? Um, I don't know that documentary. I watched was the, the best kid in the world for Rubik's cube had autism. But, like, that was the only thing he did was Rubik's Cube, so. I wonder, like, if, like, the best people at Rubik's Cube, also, if that, like, translates to just if you do well in school or if you're really, you know, really I, good I, at a different subject. I think the brain is just wired different. I think the logic part of your brain just has to be so much brighter and bigger to be able to look at this and be able to know, like, within. Because I've heard something where, like, every Rubik's cube is only like 15 turns away from being solved or something. And to be able to see exactly what those turns are, like your brain has to be operating at a different level. That's yeah. like that. That's that chess brain that I no longer have. <laughs> because you, because you got ass on your boy scout trip. <laughs> uh, 2015, the puppet. <laughs> or is it Muppet? Is it Muppet? Uh, this one says puppet. So I'm, I really, Petitioning to get Muppets added to the list. <laughs> um, I remember having puppets. I mean, technically, pr pretty much every kid had one if they made it out of like that brown paper bag, the puppet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or a sock. Or a sock. Yeah, sock puppet. Oh, I, yeah. within the past three years uh, at Goodwill, there was a like one of those clear zipper bags uh, that you would put like a comforter in, but it was full of puppets that clearly a teacher had. Um, so to, it would be like A for alligator and that's the, to teach them the alphabet. So of course, as a grown man, I bought those in hopes to make videos with them or something. So I, st I still have that. It's, it's weird 
how I can justify a purchase in the name of comedy. <laughs> well, just, just hearing the story and imagining a teacher who has given up just taking a comforter full of puppets to Goodwill is the saddest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, I can't educate these kids. If they don't know A is for alligator, I can't help them. Just uh, <laughs> sitting in the car, having the alligator on her hand, being like, no, don't give up. <laughs> And you're you like, are, I just, I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> you are gonna reach them, I swear. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. You just have to put up things in the classroom to keep child children from social distancing and <laughs> and do way more than your job. Make the, make the FF for Fortnite. Then they'll love you. <laughs> <laughs> also, work part time at another job because you don't make enough money. <laughs> Take us to your serving job at Chick Fil A, <laughs> and then that's yeah, how they got for those puppets out of her own pocket. Whoever that teacher was, I'll gladly, if there's a teacher, reach out to me. I'll pay for your puppets. <laughs> what, a, what a philanthropic! What a nice philanthropic effort you're doing. And I've I've said it from day one, and I'll keep saying that 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 is the Brent Trahune guarantee. <laughs> I'll buy your puppets, teachers. Uh, number two, uh, Twister. The sex yeah. game. Yes, the sex game. <laughs> yeah, that, is, that was banned at uh, every religious person's house party that I went to school with ever. Well, I can see why. Like, I mean, it's also we. I've never played Twister, but I can't imagine like, oh, like yeah, just bend all the way over me, <laughs> and you know, like as a, as a kid, it means nothing. But it's also like, stop touching me, you know, like like you're in my asshole right now. Like it, <laughs> like I don't know how far right foot's going to red, but you're inside of me right <laughs> now. <laughs> I wonder if they've had to make update twister for fat americans <laughs> it is now a 16 by 16 tarp <laughs> it's it's also just called make my face red <laughs> <laughs> i would really like to look like i was just upside down that would be great and you, and you had your shoes. <laughs> yeah the game hadn't started yet either, and you're already out yeah. of breath. <laughs> I don't have the energy to spin. <laughs> uh, number three, we can move through these a little bit quicker because we have spent a lot of time on some. Super Soaker. Love Super Soaker. Yeah, I, another very toyetic. There's a thousand versions of a, a Super Soaker. And I wouldn't – I don't see it on the list coming up, but that's along the same lines of the Nerf gun, like – so many different nerf guns and this i mean the super soaker i had that backpack one where it was like i'm never gonna have to fill up again <laughs> i can shoot all the kids at the pool and never go back for reloading now all i have to do is fill it up with urine <laughs> <laughs> and, shoot the, and shoot these protesters <laughs> that'll show them for a the quality um, class of 2016, I've never, oh, I, I guess I, I played a game similar, but Dungeons and Dragons. Love Dungeons and Dragons. Tony, really? you don't, have you played, yeah, I've never played Dungeons, but you have, uh, right, Gavin? 
Yeah, I have a weekly game that, that I go to every Thursday night now. Uh, I've been playing now for about six years, and I, I really enjoy it. But growing up in my household, it was like the evilest game you could play. Like, it went like Ouija board, then Dungeons & Dragons above that. Like, and it, it's like the, it's not satanic at all. And I don't know why people give it that rap, just because it scared people. But it's like the dumbest, most fun shit you'll ever do is playing Dungeons & Dragons. I played it with our all our mutual friend, another really funny comedian, DJ Dangler. Oh, yeah, I love uh, DJ. Which is, is his real name, by the way. But, um, <laughs> it, and it wasn't Dungeons & Dragons, but it was like Pathfinder or one of those other yeah pathfinder yeah where it's the way dj played it because he was the dungeon master whatever he like you could just it's it's whatever you could do whatever in the game that's why yours has lasted for what six years you said gavin well it it hasn't been the same game but other games as long as as you're just having fun it doesn't have to be super serious i know a lot of people take it seriously and uh there there's some facebook groups are like your fun is more wrong than my fun and but (laughs) but as (laughs) <laughs> but as long as you're getting together and playing and having a good time whether, whether it be serious or fun filled like it's it's a good time i love it that that's the same kind of attitude when somebody will be like you're not a real fan of this unless and then <laughs> i'm always like why don't can't you just enjoy it what's you know? their blood t- if you like green day so much what's all their blood type uh, I know Trey Cools, but I don't know Mike Durnt <laughs> and Billy Joe Armstrong. Is it Billy Joe? Yeah. Yeah. I almost said Billy Joel. Not a real fan. You must be one of them girl fans. Yeah. Well, a- after awesome. American Idiot, I shot my first load. And- <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was playing at the Boy Scout retreat. That's it definitely not. Yeah, that's definitely not going to be the clip you hear when <laughs> playing this uh, this podcast. Yeah, I jumped my first load. <laughs> that's how I sound, by the way. Uh, it's how you talk in your everyday life. You're very crass. That's right, guys. Uh, 2016, uh, I had to actually click on this because I didn't know what it was called, but uh, I think it's little people, like as in uh, Fisher-Price little people, like those little stubby, round things oh. yeah i i know those but when you said little people i was like uh they are not toys they are people <laughs> they're, they're humans just like us i disagree they are property and they should stay that way <laughs> but yeah I, I didn't know these were called little people i just i was just like i'd be like you know those bald things that <laughs> like if if you if you're listening and you don't know what little pe- just Google little people official Fisher Price and it'll pop up you'll know, but to, I mean I don't know I don't care but that's the the toy that I've cared least about on this, and I hate Jacks but <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so I don't care we can move on if you guys want to <laughs> keep it going. Uh, Twenty sixteen the swing. Yeah, that's I don't know how toyetic it is though. Like you can swing the end. Well then there's a sex swing. Uh, <laughs> there's a clear difference between the child one and the adult one. And that's like that's never like something I would be like I would never consider a toy, but it obviously is. Cause it's, what a sex swing? Well, yes. Uh, especially if you can get somebody to push. 
<laughs> what uh, this is a fun question what do you guys call it when you push somebody so much and then run underneath them what do you guys call that dumb <laughs> i've i've never heard it called anything is that you know, a- yeah. you know, i've heard it called uh, you give me an underdog do you guys ever do that uh, yeah i do I do okay, now. So Tony, but then Gavin, you're like, I don't never heard no, that I've before. Never, I've never heard that and I've never done that, but I'll ask my girlfriend if she's up to try it later <laughs> in our uh, sex swing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where you push it so yeah. much and then run underneath. Yeah. Here's another fun one. When you mixed all the sodas together, what do you call that? That's a suicide. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I tried to work a, on a joke about it. I'm not going to run bits on you, but that's also why the weirdest way to say suicide, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know that terrible thing? That's what we call mixing all the sodas together. Um, but the swing, and I guess, do you put the slide or the merry-go-round or, you know, whatever? It's yeah, it's a, it's a playground at that point. Man. Yeah. I was about I, to say I, it's I a, ask, I was going to ask if you were a swing or a glider person, right? What you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Had like the two seats, and then it would go back and forth. Mm-hmm. That's when you uh, first get abroad, <laughs> or a guy. When you're, dates, when you're making dates in the playground, you're like, "You want to go on the glider with me?" Ooh, did you see who Tony was on the glider with? <laughs> um, got yeah, so wet it glider. <laughs> uh, class of 2017. The first one, I think we already talked about this, but I, I guess I brought it up. Uh, Clue, the game Clue. Yeah, that's a good game. I've only played it once on like a board game. I played video game Clue before, but only played it once in real life. That That's how my wife and I exclu- almost exclusively now will play Monopoly is video game Monopoly. <laughs> So much quicker. So much quicker. Quicker, and if you have pets, they do not give a shit about your game. (laughs) They will knock off all your hotels. They don't care. Um, Also, are any of these other toys had? Do they have a movie? Is this the? Well, uh, I know Battleship. I don't know if Battleship's on the list coming up or not, but Battleship had a movie. Yeah, and I, I didn't see it, but I heard it sucked. Was Jumanji a real game? I think it was a movie, then the game, maybe. Yeah, it was a movie first, and then, then turned into a game. I guess, well, Toy Story, that's a whole movie based <laughs> on toys, but just not one in general. I think they're coming out. Is there a Kevin Hart movie coming out based on a game too? I uh, think maybe. I know we did Jumanji's, and I think there's been a Monopoly movie that's been in the works for a long time. I think that was it. Was Monopoly? Is he going to play Mr. Monopoly? I think so. He's a gr- he's a grown ass man. He could do what he wants, <laughs> and he's as big as an actual Monopoly piece, so it works out. Yeah, they don't have to recast any of the, any of the pieces. <laughs> Um, what? Uh, okay. Uh, number two was the wiffle ball. That could that's a, be. That's a ball. <clears throat> yeah, that's a very. Uh, it sounds like big wiffle ball was all up in the pockets <laughs> of the toy hall of fame. 
that uh, out of all the balls, that's the worst one, right? Like, <laughs> you can't yeah. throw it very far. You you can't throw it very far. It does, doesn't hit very far. It's got holes in it. It's not a good ball. Part of no. this this uh, participation trophy culture <laughs> with their <laughs> wiffle balls. I think uh, of I think of wiffle ball at the county fair when you gotta like throw the wiffle ball into like the cups to try to win something. That's all I ever use a wiffle ball for. Yeah. Or it's like, is that T-ball? Is that the one they use for T-ball? I Maybe. No. It might be. I don't know. I, I usually sit on the couch. It's called low T-ball. I got no energy. Well, <laughs> 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 no, wiffle ball is its own deal, right? Like the ball is supposed to be like throwing a knuckleball or like, you know, it goes all over the place. Uh, you're talking to two non-athletes. So. <laughs> I didn't letter in anything. I never had the makings of a varsity athlete. <laughs> uh, yeah, to me, that's the – I'm going to say right now, I know it's controversial, wiffle ball, worst ball. Um, <laughs> Take a stand. Uh, and then number three for 2017, the paper airplane. <clears throat> okay. Were you guys, did you guys ever make one that actually flew more than a foot and a half? Yes. I have really? as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really hard, though. I can never get the point to be at the right sp- – I can never get the point of the plane to be, like, at the same level. It was always had that, like, slanted uh, angle downward for some reason. The uh, scoliosis of the <laughs> plane. Yeah, um, it had spina bifida. It's very sad. <laughs> That's not funny. Don't make fun of spina bifida. <laughs> That's the thing I choose not to make fun of was spina bifida. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just I – I guess paper airplane – that's like the universal sign when you see a picture of children not paying attention in class. <laughs> just – it's like it's like O'Hare Airport out there. Just like lots <laughs> of planes taking off the landing. Uh, 2018, the Magic 8 Ball. Oh, that's that a point to yes. <laughs> I've let that define my future my entire life. It's not working out well. That that could be the plot of a movie is the magic eight ball like oh like a horror movie I well I wasn't gonna I was gonna say more like liar liar or was that movie yes man mm-hmm. where he just agrees to everything <laughs> uh, I, I I copyright don't take my idea guys uh, <laughs> I, already have a, I already have a treatment sent to Warner Brothers so <laughs> fuck you. Talk about a toy that's not toyetic. Uh, the Magic Eight Ball. <laughs> pretty much I mean, not like. I mean, you can make like the Magic Cue Ball, the Magic Nine Ball, but that's about it. You can't do much imagination with it unless you're asking like, "Does this girl like me? Does she?" And then it's like, "Well, fuck you, Magic Eight Ball. How do you know?" Like the Eight Ball is like, that's something you would see like on the back of a muscle car it would just have like a sticker of an eight ball but you never see like a two ball on like... <laughs> <laughs> out of all the pool balls that's the most masculine one is the eight, the ball. eight ball i can get a shifter knob looking like an eight ball <laughs> yeah uh it was just it was like uh just filled with all that like the same blue stuff they used to clean off barber combs and shit <laughs> <laughs> that's when they're done with that liquid that's where they they send it off to a farm and they make magic eight balls. <laughs> One time I was using a porta potty and I looked down and it said, ask again later. 
Uh, and when you're older, it says piss again later. <laughs> uh, number two, we go from Magic 8-Ball to Pinball. That is very toyetic. Yeah, love Pinball. And I guess if if you're into the episode and we explained what toyetic means last episode, but not this one, <laughs> I guess you're SOL. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, just means able to uh, have different variations of it. Because has there ever just been like a pinball version of pinball? Like, I don't know. I think <laughs> it, it's always had like spaceships or cars or like billiards. Because we have a we have a place in Evansville that has a lot of pinball machines. It, it's like a barcade, and yeah, just the older ones are all like car related. There's never like, hey, here's some pinball. Yeah, where there's never like the classic straight just pinball. Um, and then we go to Uno. Well, I was gonna say there's actually we got one here in Indianapolis, uh, like an arcade bar, Tavern. where it's like all the video games and everything, and you know you don't have to pay. The only thing you have to pay to play in there are the pinball games because so many people want to actually play those. Well, I also think it it they break so much and they take they're, so much effort to fix. Yeah, they're very expensive to fix, so that's why they don't let people just have free pinball. Ah. Do you know who I heard is a big pinball fanatic is uh, Jim Jeffries, the comedian. Oh, okay. Uh, so fun, fun fact about our Aussie brethren – Jim Jeffries. <laughs> Are we brothers? Sometimes I feel like I'm not even the same business as like. Some right. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, also co-workers with Louis C.K. And I ain't tell him I'm not putting him on my reference list. <laughs> what, what, what he did wasn't that bad. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then we, I, uh, I said uh, Uno, which also I guess is toyetic in that I have WWE Uno. Like you, there are different <laughs> versions and the same with like playing cards. I have Friday the 13th playing cards, which that's very Monopoly type. Hey, let's stick a theme on it and resell it to them. Yeah, going to horror conventions, there's all kinds of, there's uh, a whole bunch of like horror themed and just action movie themed. There, there's the naked lady playing cards that were really famous for a while. I remember, yeah. I, my, I hate to bring them up again, but uh, my brother. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Had like he had like the somehow like old vintage ones, but he also had like the new ones. So, depending on what you wanted to see that game, you could play the old. Uh, <laughs> you were in the bush or not? Is that what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Queen's got a full bush down there. <laughs> Are there any like naked guy playing cards, or is it all women? Oh, there's naked guy playing cards. I answered that way too fast. I just I was like, <laughs> yeah, there is. Uh, I'm on Amazon. Uh, nude men uh, playing cards. Of course, it doesn't have the the picture on it. it. Just says for adults, but you can get a pack now for six dollars. Well, two day shipping. Come, if you want to come play at my house? You'll see the biggest dicks on the playing cards. <laughs> Wouldn't that be like a fun thing to invite all your bro friends over? <laughs> Just not mention it at all. <laughs> all right, all right. So we're so we're playing two. We're playing Texas Hold'em. All right, here we go. And then you and you show the river, and it's like, why are there so many dicks? <laughs> that would be really just never mention it. Just like you said, Tony. Just I don't know. I don't know why you guys are leaving. We're just playing cards. <laughs> Nothing gay about gambling. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fellas. The game is three card stud, and I do mean stud. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know gambling terms. It, I say three card, but there's 52 studs in this deck. <laughs> and three jokers, counting me. <laughs> uh, class of 2019, our last year for the Toy Hall of Fame. You know, with all that's going on in 2020, who knows if we'll have a Toy Hall of Fame. <laughs> This year going in is the AR-15. The hand sanitizer. Yeah, hand sanitizer, AR-15. The mask. The mask. um, Something Tiger King related. (laughs) (laughs) That was like hot for a month, and it was the hottest thing. And like on a scale, that could be the hottest thing that was going on in history for that month. That, that was the fun part of quarantine. We're like, oh, you know what? We all have to stay inside. Tiger King is fun. And now we're like, that was seven years ago that came out. <laughs> God, seems so long ago. It's fun, guys. It's a it's a guy that has tigers. He's a redneck, but he's also gay. And he, he also had like three husbands. <laughs> and he also tried to get that bitch Carol Baskin killed. Who killed her husband. <laughs> and then this th- this other doc guy who has like nine wives so <laughs> remember what, i remember you remember <laughs> okay 2019 then we'll wrap it up uh very toyetic uh the coloring book oh yeah there are the like, adult coloring books are huge right now yeah mm-hmm. they've made a comeback here in the in the past couple of years i know there's a jason momoa coloring book where you just color him different things <laughs> it's very handsome talk about <laughs> wop and i don't mean because he's aquaman i just that's a handsome man that man could flip me i'll say that much you know Um, he was the the coloring book i mean every move probably every children's movie that's ever come out has had a version of a coloring book and it's no go ahead it's i think the first year of this was a uh 89 90 i don't remember but that was like crayola crayons was the first year and we finally get the coloring book 20 years later i remember having a power rangers coloring book and feeling like i was the absolute shit because i was like finally i can color this guy all red i can color this guy all blue and it was a good time to be alive in 1994 (laughs) i had a spider-man one and i was all about that that's art because of the Spider-Man out the I almost said outfit. That's costume. <laughs> you know his outfit. <laughs> uh, Is he going to the Met Gala? <laughs> <laughs> who 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 are you wearing? Oh, Peter Parker. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's an Aunt May. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, the streets here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, number two, uh, I never really played this game, but uh, Magic the Gathering. Yes. Uh, Same I'm, people mentioned in Dragons, right? Yeah, I got into Magic first, actually, and I play Magic very casually. There's so many ways to play Magic, and there's, like, tournaments, and you can make good money on, like, the Pro Tour, but I, I play very casually, like, for fun, but I, I could never do it super competitively because it gets too expensive. You have to deal with assholes who only do that for a living. So I, I like magic. It's actually really fun. I had a friend who was big into magic when he was a kid and then uh, <laughs> traded them all to our drug dealer when we were in our early 20s. For weeks. Oh, no. Yeah. 
because uh, a lot of some of those cards are worth a lot of money. Yeah, that's we. I would I oh, would like to meet that drug dealer to see what he's willing to trade. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. <laughs> um, and then number three, the for the final item for 2019 was uh, Matchbox cars. <clears throat> Is that not that's different than Hot Wheels? Yeah, those are two different things. They're 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 two different brands of of the same thing. They're they're both tiny diecast cars, but I don't. It seems like once you get twenty years deep into it, it's almost like they're stretching because they did blow their wad in the first year. So they're like Hot Wheels <laughs> and Matchbox. Also, Child Potato Head. We're going <laughs> <laughs> I I do think that Matchbox was first actually. Um, but I, I remember like having, <clears throat> if you go to like eBay and you type in matchbox cars, you'll see like the, it actually came with a cardboard box, which I know my, my father-in-law will sell some of these sometimes. And he's like, sometimes the box is worth more than the actual car. Mm -hmm. Just it's cardboard. Who would have thought that that would be around? <laughs> um, but that's that's it for the Toy Hall of Fame. Uh, what I want to ask you guys is what do you think in the coming years will get added to the Toy Hall of Fame? Hoverboards. <laughs> hey, the, uh, that's an interesting point as far as other rideable things. I think the scooter in some way will get added. Yeah, because razors yeah. were razors were hot for a minute, and now there's all those bird scooters in every big city in their downtown area. But do do those count as toys? I don't know. Do bikes count as toys? Because now, as an adult, you could ride those for other purposes. But yeah, I would say so. I mean, Tony, did you have any other things that you thought were going to add? Well, you somebody, I think it was you mentioned uh, fidget spinners. I don't see why those don't end up in there at some point that and that, but to me that's like a i don't I, I don't i was not the target demo but to me that's like i would like to do an episode on fad toy fad fad toys no oh, please call me back for that because i want to talk about pogs and how they took over my life in the mid 90s but yeah, I would like to see uh, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles maybe make it in Transformers. I'm surprised Transformers haven't been inducted yet because those wrestling are buddies. yeah wrestling buddies. But Transformers they they mm. actually turn into something else, so you can use your imagination. Like you you can play trucks or robots, and there's so many different cars you can turn into things. So why Transformers aren't on this list yet really really confuses me. Another it's toy with a movie. Mm-hmm. Several movies uh, and a cartoon, and I'm sure a podcast uh, <laughs> hosted by Optimus Prime. <laughs> I'd listen this, to that. This is Optimus Prime True Crime. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that's all Shia LaBeouf has to do is host that show. <laughs> that I, would, I would love a true crime podcast in Optimus Prime's voice, like, and then the man <laughs> decapitated the prostitute's head. Roll out. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it turns out the DA, DNA matched Bumblebee. <laughs> Um, I also think it will probably add uh, Furby and Tickle Me Elmo to those. Yeah, those are good. Furbies are still around in some form or another. So yeah, like I work 
an FAO Schwartz in high school and the when the first the the Christmas season when Furbies first came out. Fucking insane. It's so weird to me that people would lose their shit over that. But again, I'm not to target demo. And when you said Furbies, also something I never cared about was Beanie Babies. Another thing made to be collectible that is not collectible worth shit anymore. I'm very worried because the Funko Pop vinyl market right now is exploding much like the Beanie Baby market did. Pop's been around now for almost eight, nine years. So the longevity is there, but I'm already seeing them start to like cut corners with like more variants of, of the same thing. So it's only a matter of time before the bottom absolutely drops out and all of these three, three inch plastic vinyl toys I have is they're going to all be worthless. Well, that's the thing with pops. You know, nobody's playing with a pop unless they're, you're a kid, right? Like, mm-hmm. I know behind you, you you haven't even taken them out of the box. And I know you, you will get them signed by people from those movies. But I can't imagine, you know, many nobody plays with a pop. It's just kind of a display piece, you know? Yeah, I've given my niece, who's two years old, a couple of pops. And she's played with them a little bit. But there's not much you can do with them. Only their heads really move. And uh, I gave her a Minnie Mouse and she like broke the nose off already. So hmm. so they're not very durable. They are meant to be collected and displayed as, as opposed to being played with. Um, when uh, I think it was you, Tony, or I don't, just 10 seconds ago, but you guys were saying something that was meant to be collected. If there's ever been one, it's uh, gotta catch them all. Pokemon? Pokemon. I, I don't know how they, if they just put in Pokemon cards or because I don't know what part of Pokemon you induct into the Hall of Fame, but that's got to be something I would think. You could almost yeah. induct you, you could almost induct things separately, like cards, games, the the toys, because they have over like eight hundred Pokemon now. And well, we all I, want the same they, seven. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Tony. No, I was just saying. I think the other big thing that'll be coming down the the pike form is video games i i think the we only covered the atari and game boy right did yeah. we talk about anything else that i think that's it so i guess what do you think the next thing would be the playstation what yeah right or maybe yeah whatever maybe the first one to to start with cds that, like I, that, yeah, that was a game. Yeah, that'd be gonna, the PlayStation or the Sega Saturn. So I, I can see PlayStation dev definitely going in. For for me, the most iconic of the systems, and maybe it's just because I was alive when it came out. The the fervor around the Nintendo sixty four release was cr- absolutely crazy, and that's the first system I remember being launched and people being like, "I have to have this for Christmas." So I could see the N sixty four going in. Yeah, the I Switch. Think- Oh, the Switch, yeah, where it's, that's, you know, now that's two devices in one, which, you know, that's what our phone is, but it's taken video game companies so long to do <laughs> both, you know. But I yeah. think you, I think you're both wrong, and I, I'm going to go with the Sega Dreamcast. Do <laughs> you really think so? No. <laughs> okay. People, there is a love for the Dreamcast all these years later after it kind of failed, that there is a very vocal fan base online that that claimed that the Dreamcast is the best system of all time. Um, it was I, this uh, episode's not even uploaded yet, and I've gotten three emails from the Sega Dreamcast heads. 
So <laughs> they're bringing uh, it back for you. They're bringing it back for this show. <laughs> um, let's do our plugs, Tony. What you got? Um, I, I, at Tony Foxworthy uh, on all of the social media. I've got uh, well, I just did a Zoom show a couple hours ago, so I'm sure she'll pop up. But I'm in Milwaukee in October for that uh, Milwaukee Comedy Festival. I know that much. Check out Tony in Milwaukee. Uh, and also, if you have the, uh, a, time, a time machine, go back two hours and watch yeah. that Zoom show. <laughs> uh, Gavin? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Gavin Eddings. You can also follow my horror channel on YouTube. Just search Gavin Loves Horror. I've done eight videos so far that are uh, pretty good. I enjoy them. Brent's on one of them where we discuss redneck horror movies. So if you like Brent, uh, watch for him. Not so much for me. But yeah, that, that's up there. So <laughs> Gavin Loves Horror on the youtube machine well thank you guys for being on the show and coming back for part two of the toy hall of fame this was so much fun it's fun thanks guys thanks for listening field trip faithful hey if you could do me another favor i know i'm asking so much of you go on your favorite podcasting app apple podcast spotify stitcher whatever you listen to the show on please give me a positive review maybe even write in and say look i know your system is five stars but this guy's so good. Can I give him six? Can we literally change the format just for this one person? That would help a brother out. Not my brother so much. Thanks for bringing him up, but a brother nonetheless. Also, reminder, live digital show, RushTix.com, October 2nd. I'll see you there, and thanks for listening to the podcast.